August 1st, 126 a.m. So this call is going to be a little bit jarring, of course, for anybody who isn't a sociopath. It's going to be a little bit difficult for you to understand and empathize with this person's position because it's so far away from anybody's who experiences emotions. I know this interview is pretty crazy for me. Another thing, the audio got messed up. I don't know how it happened, um, but you you can tell what we're both saying. He sounds a lot clearer than I do. I still sound somewhat clear, but um, you can tell what I'm saying, and I'd like to apologize for that. I wish it didn't happen, but the call is good enough that I still decided to go ahead and post it. So um, I hope you guys enjoy. If you enjoy, please leave a rating on uh, whatever app it is that you're listening on. Yo, Jack Plex, answer the fucking phone, dude. Unfortunately, I went ahead and I grabbed wrong Greek yogurt and it didn't have vanilla in it. And to be honest, once I took my first bite of it, I was deeply upset. On the phone right now, I'm currently speaking to somebody who, and please correct me if I'm uh, mislabeling it, diagnosed as a sociopath. And, That's correct. You know, the same way that I felt like, I think I kind of choose what emotions I kind of want to associate myself with, if that makes sense. Like, uh, I feel I feel the upsetness of getting the wrong fucking yogurt, but I don't really feel like the need to like act on it. And I feel a, a very wide range of emotions. And of course, you only act on the ones that like, you know, you want to act on. But for you, um, it is to my understanding that if you're diagnosed as a sociopath, you do not feel these emotions. And that's correct. And I kind of want you to explain to me, like from your day to day, like what what is the emotion that you mostly associate yourself with? OK, so. Sometimes it's hard for me to explain um, because I'm still a work in progress and I don't completely feel like I know myself that well yet. Maybe I never will know myself completely. So especially with my emotions, when I do feel any at all, a lot of the times when I feel some sort of emotion, I have a hard time understanding what exactly I'm feeling. So if it was happiness, I wouldn't know because I don't feel happiness all that often. So I, I couldn't pinpoint and say exactly it was happiness do you understand and i do understand just kind of describe to me like the process of like how you even realize that this was like a problem okay so growing up i always i always kind of knew something was different i mean i've had a lot of trauma throughout my life especially when i was um younger pre-teen and teen so i always, I always kind of knew something about me was different but i never really cared to go down the path to explore what was different or venture into trying to figure out what was wrong with me because I didn't care and I still kind of don't care. But so what happened to lead me on this path was I took some time off work. I work in an environment that has, or it's prone to a lot of traumatic experiences. Um, I experienced a, well, what normal people would call a traumatic experience at work. Although I didn't feel anything about it, it was a death. I knew that I could exploit the system by taking some time off. So I did that under the guise that, you know, the death was really bothering me when I didn't feel anything about it. So I exploited the system, took some time off, but the conditions were I had to speak to a, a psychiatrist. So I did that and I played it up and I buttered him up a little bit. 
and I made him believe that I had PTSD when in fact I didn't feel anything like I said about the death or even my prior traumatic experiences from when I was a child, teen, early adult. So they diagnosed me with PTSD, which I don't believe I have, and I got to take some time off work and get paid for it. So I manipulated them to get what I wanted. Then things kind of got interesting. My girlfriend, she ended up seeing a video of another sociopath on YouTube, and she kind of showed it to me and she said, you know, this is kind of you. At first I was like, no, that's not me, you know? But, but the more I watched it, I, I started to think about it and it kind of did fit my profile, you know, some of the things I just explained to you and how I, how I am. I started to open up a little more about it to my psychiatrist and he wanted to, to delve a little deeper into it. And so we did. And, you know, I started being more open and honest about things because I was kind of curious to understand myself, you know, why I did some of the things I did and why I, I had always felt different in my life. And it turns out, you know, according to him, I have antisocial personality disorder. Um, that's what they call it now. I don't care. Anybody can call it what they want. It doesn't bother me. Uh, so yeah, that's what led me to, you know, self-awareness and actual diagnosis. Can I get a little bit more details about like this environment it was that you're working in when this person had passed away in front of you? So I work in law enforcement. I had happened upon someone who had overdosed. I've seen dead bodies before. I've been around death and, and uh, things like that my whole life. So when I happened upon the gentleman, I knew that he was dead immediately. Let, let me ask really quick, were, were you with um, anybody in this particular moment when you had witnessed this uh, this person that passed? Yeah, I had a partner. How was his reaction? Uh, he was freaking out a little bit, you know. But that's, you know, that can be expected. But myself, I was calm, cool, and collected. Whenever I witness something, like, it, it doesn't even have to be jarring, too. It could just be, like, something funny or something, whatever. I'll usually kind of, like, look to the person next to me, like, for confirmation, if that makes sense. Did he look at you, like, for confirmation, and you didn't give any, or did you not even pick up on it, or did he just not do that in that moment? Um, I, I don't think he did, because it was a chaotic environment, chaotic situation. Mm -hmm. So I think he was just more focused on himself at the time. But I do, I do remember like in the process of doing CPR on the person, I do remember thinking like, you know, like, holy shit, why is, why is he freaking out so much? And that happens to me quite often because like I said, I don't feel things and I don't understand emotions. So for him to freak out like that, and I, I kind of don't understand really why he would freak out. But I do get, it's kind of weird because I do, it's like, I don't understand, but I, I can think about it later and say, okay, well, we were in a chaotic situation. I can understand how people might not be able to handle it as well as me, but it's still like, you know what I mean? It's still something I don't understand. And how long ago did this incident in particular happen? Well, that one happened 2016. So that's what, six years? Damn, it's been six years. Holy shit. Well, not not like relating to your um, to, to the incident, but just more so like, like damn, it's 2022. 2016. Yeah. yeah. Do you mind telling me a little bit more about like your childhood and stuff and like what you think like okay i know some people are just naturally born with these things do you think that you were born with it or it was a, as a result of the trauma that you experienced as a child that's what i kind of am looking into because i'm not exactly sure now looking back i can definitely tell you my father had some sort of mental illness as well as my mother so my father i know he spent some time in the mental institution um, when I was really little, so I, I don't remember, but I know because I was told. I remember when he got out, well, I don't remember when he got out, but like after he got out, he still 
suffered from some sort of mental illness. I, I couldn't tell you what it was. So I'll give you a couple of examples of his mental illness, a couple of little stories. One of them was, I remember I was really little, maybe five or six, and he kind of lost, lost it a little bit. And he was at home alone. I'd gone out with my mother somewhere, I can't remember. And I remember I coming to the door to enter the house and he was sitting at the kitchen table and my mother stopped me. And I remember him holding a knife and he was like motioning us to come in and my mom wouldn't bring me in. And so he got upset and started stabbing the table with the knife. And obviously my mom grabbed me and you know, we left. So there was that incident. I have a bunch, but I'll just give you two quick ones. There was that incident and another one that I can remember where um, we used to have a dog and the dog was very shaggy, had a lot of fur and they would go outside and take a shit on the lawn sometimes the shit would get stuck to its fur and then the dog would come inside and with shit on it still jump on top of my my father's bed and sleep and get shit all over the blankets and my my dad would sleep in it that just kind of tells you off the bat that you know he had something wrong with him um, my, like there would still be um feces on the blanket yeah yeah and i slept in it too you know because i didn't know any better yeah that's my dad my mom always i could tell she was depressed it's easy it's easier to kind of name what she was going through because as an adult you know we've kind of all been through it but i could tell she was depressed so relating back to the original question i can't really say if it's something i picked up from them or it's just through childhood my childhood experiences are your parents still together no so what's the what's the emotion that you um that you feel the most you would say i'd probably say anger uh, yeah anger is probably the biggest one even that it takes a lot to takes a lot to make me angry but um when i get to that point i have to be really careful especially when people are kind of challenging me a little bit because i have uh been prone to violence a little bit for me i feel anger it's a very very fiery emotion it's very like mm -hmm. it's almost it's damn near intoxicating actually because for me when i feel anger i feel a lot of like your your blood starts to rush um your heart beats a little bit faster like you're a lot more in the moment it's, it's, it's actually almost like a drug in a sense it's a very very intense emotion and for that reason i choose not to act on it because i, I have i've had the privilege to um have the examples of people who weren't angry growing up and on top of that i just i think naturally too i just tend to not try to act on the emotion can you kind of describe to me how anger feels for you um, I think that's actually one of the emotions that I'm able to identify when I'm feeling it because I feel it more often than others. But for me, it depends how angry I get. For me, it's it's either I'm very, very angry or I'm not at all. And in order to get very, very angry, um, something in my eyes that's drastic needs to happen. So somebody needs to like touch me in a in a physical or confrontational way. I get I think that would probably be my biggest my biggest trigger or somebody challenging me. So if that happened, it's kind of like my whole thought process goes out the window and I act on impulse. So I want to I want to hurt that person. Do you still work in law enforcement? So uh, I think that law enforcement, and of course you guys are very much exposed to very high stress situations. I mean, I think you've also said too that you're also like kind of like prone to violence and stuff. Just because, do you think that it's ethical for you to work for law enforcement giving your natural temperament? So I'll explain it a little bit. A little bit so it kind of balances kind of balances out because the most important thing in the world to me is myself and the things that i want in this world what i want is to have power to have money to have respect i'm able to control my anger when i get into confrontations at work because that negates the fact because i always have to wear a mask to hide the fact that i am a sociopath that I have antisocial personality disorder. The biggest thing for me is to always wear this mask so other people see me as normal 
and it's it's almost like a process that's automatic. I don't even have to think about it. I just do these things, you know, to appear to appear normal. And so instances that happen at work, it's like I don't even have to think not to get too violent or not break the rules at work because me putting on this front is the most important thing to me. So I can always keep the power that I have, so that I can always keep the respect that I have. So I can always, you know, my career, which pays very well. So if I didn't, if I didn't have those things that I wanted, then I would be more inclined to, you know, step over the line and, and just hurt people or do things like that. You know, it was more severe when I was younger because I didn't really, I, I tended to act more impulsively and I didn't ever think of things. But now that I'm becoming more self-aware, I'm able to, you know, think about things a little more clearly. So I think, and again, you mentioned that you've been kind of like prone to just having like, I think this emotion, like you said, you, you identify with anger often and um, you've, you've acted on it in the past. When was the last time that you think that you acted on the emotion of anger? It's been a long time, maybe 10 years ago. So you seem you seem to have a very, again, like this, this, this mass that you're describing, you seem to have it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very in tune with myself and the things that I have to do in order to appear normal and for others to see me as normal. I've, I mean, I've had my whole life pretty much to perfect the craft and work on it, you know? So in the beginning, like I said, it was more trial and error, you know? Just getting, it's kind of getting used to things. But now, you know, I don't even have to think about things. It's just, it's automatic for me. Are you being the, like, your real self right now? Yeah. Yeah. I think that even in like this moment, I really do try to hear what everybody's saying, especially when I'm just talking about like the show and stuff. And I try to like understand their emotions by trying to relate. Like, for example, like if you talk about like if somebody talks about a moment that they were sad, I'll think about a moment that I was sad, like maybe like when a childhood pet died or, or something bad happened or X and X. As we talk like right now, like, are you trying to like empathize with me as we go on or is this not like a process for you? No, I don't feel empathy. So if we were friends and you came to me with a problem that was really bothering you, I wouldn't be able to feel anything for you. Even though, I, you know, say I knew you my whole life. It's just the way I'm built. I don't I don't feel empathy. I don't feel remorse and I rarely feel anything. But do you do you feel love like do you or is it just like more of like a sexual thing? Yeah, it's more of a sexual thing. I have a daughter who I think is pretty much the closest person to me actually loving somebody. I, ha I also have a son, but things are changing with my son because he's getting older. And like when he was younger, like my daughter's age, I, I felt the same way as I do now with my daughter. But as he's getting older for some reason that I don't understand, I don't feel it as much, whatever it is. I still put on the mask, you know, as a father. He doesn't know, you know what I mean? Like he always, he always sees me as his father and I try to convey, convey to him what I think love is or what I think other fathers, you know, do to show their love. Uh, have you ever like explained to them that this is how you truly feel or are you going to wait until they're both like older or maybe, or maybe not at all? I don't plan on ever sharing with them. Um, I'm sure as they get older, they'll probably be able to tell that I'm different as most people can after they've known me for a while. But um, unless you've studied psychology or abnormal psychology, I mean, you wouldn't be able to place what was wrong with somebody like me, you know? Do you feel free right now in this moment to just kind of like release the this mask that you've spoken of and just be yourself right now? I don't really feel anything about it, but um, I am, I know that I am kind of like a narcissist. I like to talk about myself. I like attention, but in certain ways. I can definitely relate to you on that one. For me, being on here is like, a chance to talk about myself because as i said earlier i'm my favorite person and it's all about me usually so do you ever like do you do you find things funny or crack jokes i don't laugh that much but i do um 
I crack jokes sometimes, but it's usually other people doing the, the joking. Like my girlfriend, she'll try and show me funny videos and stuff like that. But it's it's extremely rare that I find what she's watching funny. So I kind of like I do my part to pretend, you know, and you know what a normal people, what a normal person would do, you know, laugh and joke around with their spouse or their friends. But really inside, you know, I don't feel anything. I don't find it funny. Have you disclosed to her your diagnosis? She knows. How does how does she feel about it? How does she navigate around it or with it? She's weary. You know, she has to keep her guard up at all times. And um, I'm doing my best to be a good boyfriend, you know, good father. But it's it's hard. It's hard to uh, not act impulsively, and it's hard to just not be the person that the person under the mask wants to be. Are you still seeing a psychiatrist slash therapist? Yeah. Uh, how is that going currently? It's going good. You know, I'm finding out a lot of things about myself. I'm discovering uh, things about myself. So it's helped me. It's helped me a lot because if I hadn't have gone down this path, I'd still be hurting my girlfriend. I'd still be manipulating people and using people and doing things like that. So even though you know I don't feel things and it's not helping helping me in that department, maybe it never will. It's helping me to, I guess, in society's view, be a better person. When you mention like manipulating people and like hurting people like by by what means would you usually like manipulate slash hurt someone so there's there's different ways i would use somebody one would be for sex a lot of the times especially when i was younger you know i would i would meet a woman butter her up you know because i'm really good at reading people and what they like and i'm really good at reading their emotions and then i can mimic their emotions so if somebody likes something i could mimic it to make it seem like i was into it i would do research about it to find out you know everything I could and then I would use things like that against the person build their trust their interest in me and then I would eventually exploit it to get what I wanted out of them damn and then there there's there's also the side where you know I would manipulate and use people because to me it was like a game you know I was always trying to to beat these people mentally to show that I was superior to them that I could figure them out it's kind of like um how you would play a a video game or chess or checkers you know you always got to be one step ahead and to me that was kind of like it would kind of bring out some emotion in me or some feelings or something like i think it was because of the risk so it would kind of get my adrenaline going a little bit and when you have adrenaline you tend to feel things you know physically so i think i think that played a big part into me doing those kinds of things also um does your job know about your diagnosis also no. You plan on keeping it to yourself? Yeah, for sure. Because, you know what? I don't... My diagnosis and me being like this, I don't bring it to work and I don't bring it around people too often. Like I said, the most important thing to me right now at this stage in my life is keeping up appearances and just um, having people see me as being what you would consider as normal, you know? What 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 things is it that you're um you're is it a psychiatrist? It, I'm assuming you have both or, or just a therapist or. Well, yeah, psychiatrist. What what techniques do they give you to kind of like not do the aforementioned? So they're more about like self discovery. They like to. I'm kind of picking up on their strategy, you know, without them telling me. But I'm kind of I'm kind of sensing that they want me to figure things out on my own, you know, like. They're, they're trying to point me in directions to where I can figure my uh, own answers out on my own. 
that's what I'm picking up anyways. I could I could be completely wrong. Do you think you have any questions for me? Okay, I'll ask you one. So if you were if you found out that um, you had the funds to go on vacation to um, anywhere you wanted, how would that make you feel? Like, am I given like two, three, four million dollars, or do I just like I only have the funds to go to this place and back? It's not even about how much money you have. It's just that you you have enough money where you could just go, you know, to any place you wanted and enjoy yourself. It's just about yeah how you would feel. It's not even about the money. I would feel like I feel so accomplished. I'd feel so like I'd feel happy. I'd feel like I was able. Or I'd want to like provide it to somebody else too. I'd want to. Would you feel excitement? Yes, very much. So, I don't feel anything like that. I've been on vacation, and you know, I've seen people around me get excited and amped up because they're going on vacation, and you know, they're gonna have a good time. But for me, I don't feel that. And sometimes I, I get a little annoyed by people because to me, it's like. I don't understand what they're feeling, and so in my mind, it's kind of like, well, why are you so excited? Even though I know why they're excited, so that's just a little more insight to the way my my brain works. Yeah, I think that like throughout this entire conversation, there's been like definitely not a disconnect, but like I feel like I I can just tell like again just by your honesty and the way that you're describing things, like you just perceive things completely differently. So when you're describing certain moments in your life and whatnot, just like the chillness that you go. Okay, a couple of days ago, I was actually on the phone with somebody who was on the verge of suicide, and even when he was describing like some of his worst moments, like, you could just hear it in his tone that he was just very like deeply upset to have experienced this. I think that like when you were speaking, like your tone has pretty much stayed the same. You seem to not be very like moved by anything like the more and more we talk i think it just broadens my understanding of like how deep this goes because like almost like a different we're, we're just experiencing the human body in two completely different ways yeah you're completely right um you like it's just the way you talk about things and the way you like address things i'm just uh, honestly i'm like slightly confused half the time because i'm like why are you so like like why, why are you feeling this way but it's it's because like you don't feel, and that's the thing. Like every time you, you were speaking about something, I'd have to remind myself. I'd be like, he doesn't feel, and I'd be like, damn, that's crazy. Like it's it's so different. I can you know tell you about, not that I will, but I can I can going back to what you were talking about. I can tell you about very traumatic instances from when I was a child, and you know murders that I witnessed, and the extreme poverty that I lived through, and I can tell you it without feeling anything. You know I can relive it like it. It just happened yesterday, and it's something that I don't completely understand why I am the way I am. Guess I kind of want to make it clear that it was never my intention to, you know, hurt people or be this way. It's just I how do I believe would... you too, by the way, just based off just based off like how you're like, yeah, like I'm seeing a psychiatrist and I'm I'm like doing X and X. It like it seems like you've garnered an understanding. Um, and honestly, when I put myself in your shoes and I think about it, like if I didn't, like if I were in your body where I could not feel it, like emotions, the way, or I felt emotions the way you describe how you feel yours, I'm like, well, honestly, like would I have picked up on this any faster? Probably so. Yeah, that's a good way to. I, I definitely do believe. I definitely do believe you when it comes to these things. I do think that the law enforcement thing does kind of trip me out a little bit just because of the sense that like I feel like emotions should be very valued if you work in in that sector because of the fact that 
you you, you want to at least in my my opinion i feel like you should try to like empathize with people so that you can help them in whatever it is that they may need in whatever situation i think that, that'd be my only gripe or my only like thing that i like i feel like i'm not getting too much but again you, you like the way you described it where you're like the thing that matters the most to me is like okay like I, I can see where you're coming from yeah and um going back to that i've saved i've saved lives and i've done a lot of good things to work because it's my job you know i i have a duty to do even though i don't gain any reward uh from it feelings wise it's still my job and it's still something that i have to do um now i also should say that if you were to meet me in person you're you're right now getting the real side of me if i wanted to put on my mask i could have a conversation with you i could joke with you i could laugh with you i could become your best friend if that's what i wanted i'm a, it's 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 literally like i'm a professional actor you know this is the role that i'm playing so if i wanted to i could i could put on a completely different role and you you wouldn't think anything of it you believe everything that i said everything that i did you know Oh, that's that that's kind of my role at work.